Hey, you guys. I'm back with another episode for you guys to <laughs> gobble up. Um, this week, we are going to be talking about the mind and body connection and if and when the mind and body are out of connection, how it gets a little difficult to accomplish your dreams, get goals taken care of, you know, manifesting anything. So let's get into it. party people my name is vivian and i'm the host of the byoc podcast i'm so glad that you're joining me today i hope you are having a fabulous day yet again another beautiful week has passed us by um a lot of stuff has happened to me this week oddly um for those of you that are invested in my life and this podcast, you know that I'm a single lady <laughs> right now and in the dating world. And that has just been kind of a crazy whirlwind. <laughs> I don't want to make this podcast about my dating life, but let's just say people be crazy and the culture in the dating world in 2020 in quarantine is a shit show and everyone is just so if you're single right now I mean keep your head up it's gonna get better eventually <laughs> last week's episode was about anxiety being triggered all those different emotional things that happen when you don't resolve trauma or when PTSD goes untreated. Um, <laughs> this week, I did have an anxiety attack, but it was, I guess, provoked by some of the research that I do. I study a lot of different material, and sometimes I'm just overwhelmed with the hugeness of the world and of the universe and the small and hugeness of ourselves as individuals and it's it's a lot to take in it's not for the faint of heart but as a truth seeker as a knowledge lover I do the work not only for myself but for all of you so we'll get into some of that in the Viva, Wokest Viva Wokeness segment, whoa, and um, really dive into a little bit more woke topics for you guys to, you know, ruminate over. So last night I had a dream and ironically, <laughs> not ironically, it's very, very specifically the reason why I named the poem in the show that I read to the directors lucid dreams because I lucidly dream quite often and I woke up gasping for air this morning because I had a dream 
last night that incorporated my time in the DCC world with my like Versa climbing instructor training process. So <laughs> there was like characters in the dream that were in the show with me, like some of the other DCC or training camp candidates and uh, directors and other people like it was really weird. But it was like my first big opening day where I held my first class. And so all of the Versa climbers were like packed. But when I went on stage, it was like somebody sabotaged everything. Like, have you ever seen like uh, any kind of beauty pageant movie or film? There's always a girl trying to sabotage another girl so she doesn't win and the other girl can win or whatever. Well, that was kind of like what happened in my dream. I went to go get on. I, I was ready for my intro. <laughs> I had like anxiety about that in the past. And I finally had a breakthrough last week with my first mock. But when I started going through the the intro segment, getting my class acclimated to like the Versa Climber and what it is and how to use it, a lot of the pieces were missing or misplaced and I started to freak out in internally, but the performer in me just tried to kind of act like everything was okay because you're supposed to really, um, you're supposed to always put on a show when you're performing nothing and I'm using air quotes, nothing goes wrong. <laughs> As in, if you mess up, you play it off, you act like it ain't shit, and you keep going. You keep moving forward. So I was trying my hardest to keep moving forward, but there was just, there was huge things. Like, there was no handlebars, <laughs> first of all. And so I was trying to go about that as best as I could, but I felt like there was... um like, you know how in auditions, there's judges. So when I was auditioning <clears throat> the first time as a Tin Man, sorry, <clears throat> my throat is <laughs> getting me choked up. <laughs> Hold on. Give me, give, give me a second. Ah, there's some ASMR for you. <laughs> um, first time I auditioned for the show, I... I did a routine that was called the Tin Man routine, and it was a mashup of like the Wizard of Oz goes into Demi Lovato's like heart attack or had a heart attack. It was like, eh. it made sense. And um, I had my DJ friend mix up a song for me, and then I had a box, like a pink box with a heart on top or a a star emblem on top of it like you know how the girls have their name in cursive in front of the cowboy star well it looked just like that but when you opened it up it had like this glitter heart and the words that said dcc has my heart and it was super cute super kitschy but when i was performing for kitty I left that box in the other room and another girl before me had left her prop and she got chewed out. So I didn't want 
that to happen to me either. So I just didn't use my prop. So in this dream, I I felt thrusted back into that position where I was like, all right, you don't have a prop. How are you going to play this off? (laughs) How are you going to make this work? Make it work, people. Make it work. So I was like, it's fine. I'm just going to use the mid bar. For those of you that don't know about the mid bar, it's like a, like a, you know how there's rails when you walk up the stairs? It's like that, except it is around the Versa climber. And I went to go get my music started and all of my, like the music wasn't linked up to my stuff. Like it was linked up to somebody else's, like maybe a Bluetooth or something. And I was playing all this different music and it was like sporadically changing all over the place. And you know how there's like secret shoppers or whatever? Um, (laughs) There were secret climbers judging the fuck out of me. (laughs) And all of a sudden I started to feel an anxiety attack come on. Like I was like, okay, no, this cannot start to happen. You need to calm down, breathe through it. We've prepared for this. We've trained so much for this moment. And all of a sudden, one of the girls that was a DCC on the time at the time that I was in training camp, all of a sudden they came out and the class was, I guess, outside because it opened up to be like a like a giveaway kind of thing like it was during Christmas like uh, I know this is a dream remember so all things are possible in dreams it went from like a a classroom to being outside to being like in the middle of a shopping center during Christmas and they were giving out freebies to everybody who decided that they didn't want to take the class they were going to be given like a whole bunch of gifts so obviously If your teacher doesn't have their shit together and you're given the option to get gifts in order to, you know, not be upset about the situation, you're going to go get your gift. So everybody started to walk off their Versa Climber and all this stuff and then just go and get their gifts. And other people walked out and walked into like the hallway. Like this was a really weird like situation where it was like, it was indoors, but it was outdoors. Like, so the part where I was in front of my Versa Climber, there was a wall. And then if you go through the wall on the other side, it's like inside of the studio. But on the other side, it was like an open pavilion kind of situation where you can go out into the parking lot. And um, I was so embarrassed because uh, all of a sudden one of like an instructor or a coach of mine in the past um, screamed out, Vivian, what are you doing? And um, I had been embarrassed like that before. And so I literally just ran off of stage and ran to the other room to try not to cry. And all of a sudden, when I went on the other side of the wall, Nobody could really recognize me. Like I was un- irrecognizable, unrecognizable. I don't know. And they kept like walking past me, walking by. And um, 
I just felt so frustrated and so lost and back to thinking, why am I doing this? Who am I doing this for? Is this serving me? Why do I feel so anxious? Why do I even want to be this person if people are trying to sabotage me or like make make my life so much more difficult? I'm just trying to do my best. I'm just trying to just be. And I started to walk to my car and one of the girls that is in um, training with me right now, she ran up to me with a card and she was like, hey, I was waiting to give this to you, but for Christmas, (laughs) but I think that this would really bring you some encouragement today. And I was like borderline crying. My face was just so puffy and red. And I I was just so embarrassed. I was like, thank you so much. Um, I got to go though. I'll see you later. And so she handed me the card through my car door window. And I read it and it was just like, you're just so encouraging and so motivating and inspiring. I think like very highly of you. You're so sweet. And that kind of correlates to some of the DMs that I get from you guys. Like those little simple messages that you take the time out of your day to send me because you appreciate like a post that I post or a video or something. That helps me keep going, you guys. (laughs) Because this shit is not easy. Like I spend all my day trying to figure out how I can best provide like entertainment, knowledge, information, encouragement, motivation for all of you guys, because I love, I love to do it, but it's not easy and it takes a lot of work and a lot of effort. And so after I finished reading her card, I burst out into tears and I started to back up and someone almost ran into me and then I like, like gas started I woke up and I was like gasping for air and I was like (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) why thank god I was like okay I still my mock wasn't sabotaged I can I can still have a great mock so that's my life right now (laughs) so before I decided to train to audition for the Dallas Cowboys, I was in a very healthy place. I was a happy, loving, excited, motivated, super hardworking, creative individual, which I still claim to this day. But when I was in alignment with what I thought about myself and what I saw about myself, I was able to manifest a lot of what happened. So we are talking about the mind and body coherence, the brain and heart coherence. And when things are not in alignment, when you don't believe what you say about yourself or when it is when you don't perceive yourself to be a certain way, which you already are, or vice versa, that can really mess you up in accomplishing goals, 
making dreams come true, yada, yada, yada. It prevents you from reaching your highest that's uh, accomplishable. So I was a very high manifesting individual at this time because I had the work ethic, I had the drive, I had the emotion behind everything, I had the motivation, I was in a healthy relationship at the time, it was still healthy. He never made me feel insecure about my body, we had um, sex very often, even though I didn't make him be celibate with me for a month because I was in like the church very much so and... I went to a Christian church camp and felt very convicted about having sex and I made him be celibate with me for a month. So bless his heart. He was such a great boyfriend at the time. He was exactly what I needed. And actually all my boyfriends were exactly what I needed when I was going through the life, the episodes, the experiences that I was because... And I encourage you guys to believe that for your own individual lives as well, because I believe that everything happens for a reason and people are put into your life for a time, a season, or for definitely. And I believe that he was there for me when I really needed him to. And I was happy. I, I never thought I had a bad body. I mean, I was a little curvier, but I was not anything that I reached in my older years from the trauma and pain and frustration of it all. So I was able to get down to the size that I wanted to audition for the team. And when I started to hear that my body wasn't right for the uniform, that I was short and chunky and stocky and all these words that I never really aligned with who I was as a person. I never picked up as a uh, a label, as a stereotype. It confused me because I respected the people that were saying these things about me. You see, that's the biggest thing. If you allow people, especially people who you respect and look up to, talk about you. I mean, talk about you in a bad way, of course. And if you are allowing that to resonate within your heart and your mind, you will soon in time become what they're saying. Does that make sense? I have been doing a lot of research about like brain and heart coherence, mind, body, spirit, the trinity, and how your mind, body, and soul are so interconnected. And if you put one of those things off or one of those things aren't in alignment, then you can be experiencing a lot of unwanted emotion and a lot of unwanted pain. Some of the research that I have gone into in depth over time is Dr. Joe Dispenza's work. He's an incredible individual who healed himself from 
decompressing his spine in a cycling tour, Tour de France, I believe in the 80s. And he was told by his doctors that he would never walk again and that he needed surgery. But something within inside of him told him what made the body can heal the body or something along of those lines. And I'm sorry if I'm misquoting you. Um, but he believed innately that he could heal himself. He had that small voice in the back of his head, in his heart, that internal compass that said, no, you do not need this surgery. You can heal yourself on your own. So after enduring a lot of pain and a lot of practice, he did it. He healed himself completely from his injuries and was walking perfectly fine. He did this through meditation, through different practices that he does teach. So if you're really inspired by him, go check him out. He's incredible. His work's incredible. I like he's one of the people I aspire and look up to and want to be like with my research and my work in time. Last episode, we talked about the importance of routine and habitual practices and what you do in your everyday life. The reason why I bring these up to you guys is because it is so, so important that you realize that you have so much power with those little bitty changes, with those little bitty elements in your everyday experience because those moments collectively make your entire experience what it is. So if you're surrounded by somebody that's negative or talking down upon you, if your community is making you feel less of a person or like worse of a person, do not stay within that community. It doesn't matter if you think the world of it because that's what I was doing. I was staying in a community that didn't appreciate me for who I was, that stifled me and made me like diminish who I was as an individual and shrink down into this little box that needed to fit into this little uniform that I was never meant to fit into. I know that I am very different than a lot of people in the world. We all are. We are all unique individual souls. However, I am very, I guess, I'm a very eclectic soul. I have lived a mini life in this one life. <laughs> it's because I, I moved so much growing up and I was, I guess, I was exposed to so many different groups of people, different ideas, different places, different societies, different ways of living that... I started to understand that, you know, people are just a product of their environment, product of what they're taught to be. We should just be who we want to be and not give a fuck what everyone else is thinking so much. And when I really embraced that as an individual in my adolescence, that's where I started to grow into my power as an individual. That's when I started to, you know, be accepted by people. The more that I stood out, the more that I was like, yeah, I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. 
I'm different. <laughs> if you know that song. Um, but I, I just embraced who I was so very much. And I just acted like, yeah, whatever. This is who I am. And I stopped getting shit. Like I, I no longer got bullied. I no longer, and I didn't get bullied for long. You guys, I got bullied very, very little time. And we moved out of there like within two years. So like probably second and third grade because I was super sweet, super like, I don't know, rough around the edges, got called ugly, whatever. You have to remember at the end of the day, there's only one person that will live by your side your entire life. And that's you. You are the only person that goes throughout your entire day, sees all the things that you see, experience all the things that you experience. No other individual is going to understand how to relate to you 100% because they haven't been there next to you 100% of the time. So when we understand that, when we can grace people or accept that people might lash out onto us or say something towards us that's not kind or mean and learn how to turn the other cheek, then we are no longer controlled. We are no longer put in this place of fear or judgment. When you embrace who you are as an individual and genuinely love the fuck out of yourself and not care if anyone says, oh my God, she's so self-centered. He's so narcissistic. Um, there's a difference between genuinely loving yourself as unconditionally unconditionally as possible than being self-centered being like everything is about you everything is about how to make your life better and bigger and whatever your achievements your accomplishments yes there are people out there like this yes there are a lot of misconceptions and discrepancies whatever but you need to just stop caring about all the judges in the world. Ironically, I won the you be the judge fan favorite vote. And I think that you should be the judge of your own life. If you don't like some shit that you did because you maybe lashed out in frustration or anger or what have you. Okay, that's fine. Take the time that you need to really understand, one, why you did what you did, two, how you could better approach that situation, and three, how you're going to act the next time that it happens to you, and four, (laughs) how to breathe because (laughs) breath work works. In my last relationship, um, or... (laughs) My bad. In a relationship that I had, I was with a person who was very reactive and was very reactively angry. And I'm the opposite of that. I really take time to breathe through situations. 
and I'd take a breath and he would pressure me in order to like react in the moment. And I, that like killed me because then we started to have like this toxic, angry relationship where we started to yell. One, because I felt like he was pressuring me to be something that I'm not. Two, it, you shouldn't be yelling in your relationships, <laughs> period, point blank. So next time you get upset in the moment, try to practice breathing your breath work. And somebody, uh, an incredible person, Wim Hof, of course, a lot of you have probably heard of him. He is called the Iceman. He literally travels all the ice <laughs> in the world in a Speedo. No, just kidding. But he is very much a superhero of today. And he can do amazing things with his body and withstand tremendous amounts of cold. He climbed to Mount Everest, almost freezing his feet off. But that's because he didn't wear no shoes. So he got frostbite. <laughs> he didn't wear any shoes, just climbed up there in shorts. Like that is, that was unfathomable unfathomable <laughs> before before he did it right so is the four minute mile so were all these things you have to understand that there is so much power within you as an individual that is constantly stifled by the your diet <clears throat> let's go into this what you feed yourself what you consume on social media the people that surround you their energy some people are energy vampires and don't realize it. Or you're, you surround yourself with am, vam, <laughs> energy vampires and don't realize that they are draining you. Have you ever went over to a friend's house or hung out with somebody or were around a group of people and after you left, you were like, oh my God, that was so exhausting. Yeah, those are your, they're probably uh, energy vampires. Do some research about it. <laughs> So back to the mind-body coherence. In the relationship that I was just talking about, the interactions between us were so negative and so off balance that no matter how active I was or how healthy I ate, it seems like I was just caking on weight. So our bodies are infinitely more brilliant than you understand or believe or maybe a lot of you do understand that our bodies are so intelligent but sometimes they act in defense to protect us because they are created so we can survive the terrain of the world <laughs> where our bodies are created to house our soul, our spirit, our whatever makes us exist here, whatever you believe. When our bodies feel threatened or feel like they need to go into survival mode, 
they do what is required some people can develop superhero strength like lifting cars up so off of a, a human things like this scaling buildings things like that like crazy stuff that's just like automatic well my body was holding on to weight so much because I was feeling so sad so in and I don't want to make this about my relationship but it was not healthy and when I get into unhealthy situations I tend to drink this is a terrible habit that I picked up that I have to correct from time to time in my life and I'm going to be honest and open with you guys about that because it's true and it's real and I don't give a fuck what or who tries to shame me for that because you didn't live my life. You don't know what I have to go through and you don't know what I have to heal. So sometimes I can lean on alcohol to get me through situations because it helps me not remember things that are very painful for me. And um, in this relationship, I started to pick that habit back up and it was terrible. And so when we broke up, I had to, you know, of course, go on a detox and not drink for a while. And this is very, very important if you guys have any substance abuse problems, because when you go through a monumental event in your life, breakups, heartbreaks, any kind of mourning situation, any, and that's mourning with M-O-U-R, mourning like sadness, you have to turn to healthy substitutions, healthy practices, healthy lifestyle changes, or you can be dancing with the Grim Reaper, if you know what I'm saying. So that's not what I wanted to do. I wanted to live a better, healthier life. I wanted to get better. So I did what was required. I did research. I did a lot of healing. I did therapy online. I worked out like crazy and I got better. And I've healed so much from that time. But if you are in a relationship that is draining you, that is so painful, that is abusive, that is not healthy for you, I challenge you today to pray about it and to ask yourself if this is really worth your life and your health. Love tends to cloud our judgment. It tends to make things difficult. And that's because love is the most powerful emotion that we have. So remember that when you're thinking about your life, about what you want out of this life, out of this existence, it doesn't matter what you believe happens after you pass. Just think about what you want in your present and if it's worth it. 
the last few episodes, I asked you to write down some big goals of yours. <clears throat> what is up with my voice today? Oh my god, all of this serious talk is getting to my neck, choking me up. Um, I asked you to write down some goals, some dreams, some <laughs> things you want to accomplish. Now, I want you to go to one of those bullet points on how you were going to accomplish those goals and do it. Do it today. Do it right now, unless you're in the car or laying in bed falling asleep. <laughs> like, do it as soon as you possibly can, even if it's just one thing. This podcast has taken so long because I kept putting it off. I kept saying, you know what? I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do this tomorrow. And it wasn't until finally that I actually did things in the moment of when I was inspired, writing down material, taking voice notes, doing all of this stuff collectively over time till I got the gumption and practice that I needed in order to feel like I was in a place where I could finally do a quality work for you guys. So just do it. Who cares if it's trash? Who cares if it's unpolished? Who cares if it's embarrassing? I mean, we've all been embarrassed before. <laughs> Talk about embarrassing. So I went into the bathroom the other day and it was super, super quiet. I didn't think anyone was in there. And I opened up the stall and there's a person in there. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And then I went to the other bathroom and I sat down and a little dude came out and I went well great now we're both embarrassed and she laughed really hard and so did I talk about embarrassing so I mean we're human things happen it's it's all about how you shrug it off and how you approach life we are human beings stop taking your life so seriously Stop getting upset for all these different reasons that don't even matter and just do what you want to do. Your life is limited to your your present moment experiences, period. You can relive them in thought and memory, like kind of like what I'm doing right now, like bringing up the past, talking about stories and stuff like that. But right now, currently, I'm sitting in front of a microphone, looking out my window, recording a podcast. That's my present moment. This is what I'm living. What are you living right now? What is your present moment looking like? What are you doing? Are you happy? Did you smile today? Have you laughed yet? I mean, of course you have because you've been listening to me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a joke. Get over it. Um, but seriously, do stuff that makes you super happy. And you know what the trouble is in that? Sometimes people lean on other people to make them happy. You know what I'm saying? Like um, certain entertainers that you watch in order to laugh or smile or whatever. I mean, I do it. Everyone does it. But also relationships people getting that 
that ego boost or that serotonin love high from getting a compliment or, you know, sexting, flirting, all of these different things that you can get from other people instead of getting from within. When you start to really experience your life and yourself at the greatest capacity that you can and you are purely entertained with your own company, then you'll start to be like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. This is living. I am living. (laughs) And I want you to live. I want you to live a life worth cheering for. I want you to be so happy, so fulfilled, so full of light and love and like heal, be healed. I want you to spread that joy and happiness to everyone that you meet and really impact people. I want you guys, you game changers, to go out and change the game. I want this game to no longer be in 3D. I don't want it to be in 4D. I don't want it to be in 5D, but I want it to be like the best virtual reality simulation matrix situation that it possibly can be and I don't know if you believe in that or not I'm just uh, I'm just (laughs) I'm starting to spiral (laughs) there's a lot of things that I research you guys I research even conspiracies I research ancient aliens I research um religion, philosophy, uh, mythology. I research science and health and fitness and all of it because I'm fascinated by all of it because I'm a nerd and I'm proud and I don't care (laughs) what anyone else thinks because it makes, it lights me up. It, It turns me on. It doesn't matter if it turns you on. Find what turns you on and go all in. That's what I encourage today. I encourage you today to find out what lights you up and turn on the switch, you guys. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. (laughs) So my mom growing up, she would say to me, are you ready? And I would respond, yes, I'm ready. (laughs) Just a cute little, you know, memento for you guys. (laughs) For the nerdy, wordy of the motherfucking day. The nerdy, wordy of the day is alignment. So alignment means an adjustment to a line, arrangement in a straight line, the line or lines so formed, the proper adjustment of the components of an electrical circuit, machine, etc., for coordinated functioning the state of agreement or cooperation amongst persons groups nations etc with a common cause or viewpoint a ground plan of a railroad or highway archaeology a line or an arrangement of parallel or converging lines of upright stones or minhers. What is a minher? Hold on. We gonna have another nerdy wordy of the day because I've never seen this word in my life. A minher? We're gonna play that. What is that? Men menher? Menhir. Menhir. They can they also have the feature where you can play the word so you know how to properly 
say it. Um, I've been an avid user since I can remember. Um, which is an upright monumental stone standing either alone or with others, as in an alignment found chiefly in Cornwall or Brittany. Oh, kind of like the Stonehenge kind of situation. I guess, except in a line. Hmm. Makes sense. So there you go. That's what alignment means. So if your shit is not in alignment, <laughs> get it together. <laughs> so in today's practice, I want you to take out the journal that you've been using or take out a piece of paper, your voice notes or your notes on your phone and write down all of the things that you feel are in alignment with your mind and your body, your heart and your mind, your heart and your brain. What are the things that you feel like are in unison and that super are in alignment and feel right with you, that resonate within your soul? And then on the other side of the paper, you know, we do the, like the pros and cons thing <laughs> quite a lot. <laughs> It helps me, and I hope it helps you. And right on the other side, your disalignment. What does not feel right in your life? Are it, is it a group of people that you've been hanging out with? Is it um, a substance that you've been, you know, consuming too much? I had been drinking a little bit too much this weekend, and. I decided that, okay, it's time to correct because I don't want to get into old habits because, okay, so once you develop a habit, it's hard to break and then it's easy to fall back into. That's with like eating junk food, gaining weight, um, substance abuse. There's a lot of things that can be triggered or a very slippery slope. This is a lot of the reasons why a lot of people have to go full sober after abusing substances because... It's that slippery. So I'm going to be doing a 30-day detox. And if you would like to do that with me, I challenge you to do so. Tag me on social media at Vivian Valena, V-I-V-I-A-N-R-A-L-E-N-A. I'm on day three. I turned up way too much with my bestie and my family this weekend. And I just felt like I needed I needed to do it for myself because I needed to you know, refocus, revitalize, re-energize, get back into a very healthy state of mind, body, and soul. So I'll be doing a lot of working out, a lot of exercise, a lot of meditation, and a lot of research so I can make this podcast even better, baby. Oh, baby, baby. So after you write your alignment and disalignment categories, Think about ways that you can eliminate the things that are on your disaligning list and how you can get them to be in alignment with who you are as an individual and what you want for your life. This is a very personal practice and it's going to be subjective and only relative to you. It's time for the Viva Wokeness. (laughs) Maybe that's not as attractive as I thought it was going to sound. Viva Wokeness. Viva. 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 
Viva, 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 I'll work on it. Um, time for the segment, though. <laughs> so today we're going to be focusing on Dr. Joe Dispenza's uh, brain and heart coherence practices. So this is an excerpt from his blog off of drjoedispenza.com. Check him out. Do your own research. I always encourage that because I think that we all interpret things on different levels based on our own personal experience, based on our own interpretation of particular words in the language, based on our own lives and situations, environments, so and so forth. Um, I can go in elaboration on this with you guys. You know what? Why not? Let's go into it. So my interpretation, for instance, of a cheerleading uniform is a little bit different than maybe a mega cheerleader super fan male. Like like a, like somebody who's obsessed with cheerleaders and thinks that they're super, super hot. They see a cheerleading outfit and they get turned on by it. Sometimes when I put a cheerleading outfit on, it makes me feel insecure. It makes me feel fat. It makes me feel all of the different emotions that I felt in that world that made me less confident, that stifled me, that diminished my self-esteem. So my interpretation of that uniform is very different than their interpretation same goes for a person in the military when they hear the word uniform they think differently you know what i'm saying you know what i'm going with so based on your own experience <clears throat> you will interpret certain words in the language that you were taught by your own experience of that word if you were not exposed to different varieties amongst that word, you're going to more so lean towards your own understanding of that word. This is why we are limited by the language that we speak because we don't have telekinesis yet and blah, blah. <laughs> Working towards it. <laughs> I know that... Sometimes a lot of this stuff that I talk about is a little much for some of you or it's super fascinating for others of you. Just do your own research and do do what's required for you to better understand because that's that's what language is. That's what experience is. When you don't understand something, put in the work. Do the research do what's required. Don't just take what somebody else shoves down your throat and accept it without them even knowing what they even freaking mean by it. Because their interpretation of something is going to be very different than your own. Like I said, based on your difference of experience, based on your difference in existence, like gender-wise or environment-wise or race-wise, it's all relative and even though there's a common ground of this 
communication medium, as in language, we are still limited to what we interpret in the moment as. Have you ever watched a movie and watched it again and we're like, oh, I got I got more from that and then watched it again and you're like, oh, shit, and then watched it again and then all of a sudden there's all these different elements that you never even saw before that you better understand it and then you're like, sorry, Lucy's going at it. <laughs> I guess we might be getting a package, <laughs> so. Lucy! <laughs> I should make a... A sweater that just is screaming, Lizzy. Um, so, damn it, where did I leave off? <laughs> Do your own research and figure your life out. And don't be afraid to question the status quo, to question those in authority. I said it, yeah. I said it. Deal with it. That's how I feel. So we're going to go into Joe Dispenza's work. So it says, From ancient cultures to today, like a thread through the needle of time, the heart appears as a symbol and source of health, wisdom, and intuition. As a symbol, it transcends time, place, and culture. And it is commonly accepted that when we are connected to the heart's inner knowing, its wisdom can be used as a source for love and higher intelligent guidance. Beyond its obvious imperative in sustaining life, the heart is not simply a muscle or a physical pump that moves blood throughout our bodies but an organ capable of influencing and directing one's emotions, morality, and decision-making ability. <clears throat> Since 2013, we've gone to great lengths to measure and quantify coherence and transformation, and central to both coherence and transformation is understanding the heart's role. Almost everyone knows that elevated feelings of the heart, such as love, compassion, gratitude, joy, unity, and so on. These are feeling, <clears throat> oh my God. <sighs> the, the mucus is collecting. <laughs> I know that's gross, sorry. Um, these are feelings that fill us up and make us feel whole, connectedness, and oneness rather than feelings of stress that divide communities and drain individuals of vital energy. The problem is that often the elevated feelings of the heart occur through chance. Dependent upon something external in our environment, rather than something we can produce on demand. What we've found in studying that many facets of the heart, however, is in fact, we can regulate our internal states independent of the conditions in our external environment. Just like developing any skill, it requires knowledge and practice. We know that in order to create a new future, a person needs to marry a clear intention, coherent brain with an elevated emotion 
a coherent heart. With the intention or thought acting as the electrical charge and the feeling or emotion acting as a magnetic charge, this is how we change our energy. And when we change our energy, we change our life. It's the communication of these two ingredients that begin to produce a clear effect on matter by moving our biology from living in the past to living in the future. Only then can we cease being a victim of circumstance and begin living as a creator of our reality. This is the process whereby we create a new personal reality. And of course, since we are reviewing Dr. Joe Dispenza's work today, we have to give him the quote of the day. I mean, it's only right. So the quote of the day from his book, You Are the Placebo, Making Your Mind Matter. Your thoughts and feelings come from your past memories. If you think and feel a certain way, you begin to create an attitude. An attitude is a cycle of short-term thoughts and feelings experienced over and over again. Attitudes are shortened states of being. If you string a series of attitudes together, you create a belief. Beliefs are more elongated states of being and tend to become the subconscious. When you add beliefs together, You create a perception. Your perceptions have everything to do with the choices that you make, the behaviors you exhibit, the relationships you choose, and the realities you create. So you guys, we've come to the end of the episode. I have been in such a silly mood all weekend. I think I'm in a very studious, very... (laughs) study motherfucking mood (laughs) very learned um nerdy mood today and my sexy sassy bougie classy mood (laughs) whatever mood i'm into at the time (laughs) and i really hope that you guys enjoyed the show please do me a favor and go subscribe on apple podcasts follow me on spotify give me a five-star rating if you love this show Give me a written review, a positive written review. It really helps the show and my podcast. And until next time, you guys, love and be loved, live and let live, and follow your internal compass to wherever it may lead you. All right, you superheroes, go out today and change the motherfucking game.